0: This is Sandy Horner, Managing Director, Wealth Management at Baltimore, Washington Financial Advisors. I'm coming to you today live with two of my colleagues from the Financial Planning Department. It's going to be a little bit complicated for all of us because they both are named Tyler. I have Tyler Klug and Tyler Cunningham. So we're, they're going to go by their initials, TK and TC just to make it easy on everyone. And today we're talking about a very important aspect of your overall financial planning strategy, and that is the emergency fund. And while an emergency fund is always an important part of a larger financial plan, it is especially important when you are experiencing down markets like we are in 2022. And so one of the great benefits of having an emergency fund is that you are not compelled to sell stocks in a down market if you have some unknown expenses. And before I uh, start engaging my colleagues in a little bit of Q&A here, I do just wanna make one other point about the emergency fund clear. That the emergency fund is for unknown large expenses it's not for known large expenses it's for unknown large expenses which is why we call it the emergency fund so now that we've got the term emergency fund out on the table tk what is the emergency fund actually for
1: well like like you just said sandy it's really for those unknown expenses that could occur during periods of either unemployment so if you lost your job god forbid or your spouse lost their job, you know, you have this bucket that you can rely on to help get you through that period of unemployment. You know, it might take a few months to get back on your feet, find a new job, get, you know, stable income again. And so the design of this emergency fund is to have that safety net that way to sandy's point you don't have to take unqualified or disqualified uh, withdrawals from your retirement plans or sell stocks from your portfolio you you really have a little bit more control by having that emergency fund to get through, get you through that period of time the other thing factor also which is unknown would be disability so you might say we and we see a lot of clients who you know might have very stable jobs and there's no chance that they might lose their job, but the other unknown could be disability. So just think about you know, how much time there might be between when you become disabled and maybe when your long-term disability policy might kick in, you need to have some type of bucket there.
0: Well, one of the things that I always talk about is um, the new roof on my house. So if I know I need a new roof, that's a planned upcoming large expense. That might be something that I'm saving for knowing that I have to put a new roof on. But when a uh, tree falls on my roof unexpectedly and puts a hole in my roof and I need to repair it, that's an emergency fund expense because I didn't know that that was going to be an issue. So uh, Tyler Cunningham, TC, how much should we have in our emergency funds?
2: Well, it really depends on your financial situation um, and also at several different factors, such as the number of wage earners in your family, the stability of your income, uh, the security of your employment, um, or the elimination period on your disability insurance coverage. Um, but it could be, typically, we suggest somewhere between three to six months, depending on your situation.
0: And possibly, depending on how some of those factors that you just described play out, it could be one to three years too, right?
2: Could be, yeah. Okay. So
0: what about having too much cash in my emergency fund tk is that a problem
1: of course uh, because well think about what's happening is if you're keeping too much cash over a long period of time in a low interest paying account it's not keeping up with inflation so i think banks today are maybe paying around two percent or so but as we know right now unfortunately inflation has been about eight percent year over year so you're really losing purchasing power and this is a perfect example of that but if that compounds many many years down the road that's going to have a dramatic impact on your purchasing power of that cash and your overall portfolio. Whereas if you were prudent and could have been investing instead over a long time horizon, you should be able to outperform, hopefully, uh, inflation or at least at a minimum, keep up with it. So you want to make sure you're reviewing and you need to have that emergency fund uh, first and foremost in those working years. But you want to make sure you're not keeping too much cash uh, for that reason
0: so that peace of mind that my emergency fund provides me does come at a cost it's not cost free so to speak
1: that's right but of course the bank doesn't show you that cost
0: (laughs) exactly so tc where should i be putting my emergency fund
2: so typically we suggest that you put it in a uh, a money market fund or a high yield savings account You know, you want to be able to, for that money to work as hard as possible for you without taking on too much volatility in the market, um, or without taking any volatility in the market. At BWFA we do uh, manage cash accounts for our clients and uh, we could definitely help you with choosing a high-yield money market fund if you're interested. Just let us know.
0: So a high-yield money market fund, a high-yield savings account, a short-duration bond fund, something that's not going to expose me to market volatility, but hopefully do a little bit better than 0.0, point nothing, which is what I'm getting in my
1: bank account. Well,
0: what about, um, TK, when I retire? Do, do I need an emergency fund when I'm fully retired?
1: Well, typically uh, we would suggest you don't have a need for a traditional emergency fund, again, because like I mentioned earlier, we look at that specific bucket to get you through either unemployment or disability. But when you retire, there's obviously no job anymore. You've already built up your nest egg. You have your retirement income already set aside, but there still is a need to think about how to structure your portfolio uh, for those near-term expenses. You you wanna try to mitigate some volatility risk ideally. um, So we could certainly help with that. But in terms of that, traditional emergency fund? The answer is no, but you still need to take that next step now and think about how you're structuring your portfolio uh, to meet your needs.
0: Excellent. Also, folks, please remember, as we started this conversation today, let's finish it up. An emergency fund is just one part of your overall financial retirement plan. And one of the things that we really stress here at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is not to get lost in all of the individual details, but keep the big picture in mind at all times. So the emergency fund, while it plays a critical role, is just one part of the big picture. There is additional information on our website, bwfa.com. There are also webinars on this topic that you can find at bwfa.com. And as always, remember, this is not specific advice intended for any individual, but just general advice. If we can be of further assistance, please let us know. We'd be happy to have a complimentary conversation with you. Take care, and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.